In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, I don't think so, is Mr. Richard Felix. So that would be, no. Okay. He's on his way, though, I'm sure. Anyway, um, Eric, are you still here? Eric is our, our producer. Here, uh, can you go in here for a second? Okay, which is really... All right, I'm here. All right, you're in the air now, right? Yeah. Okay, I mean, I just got to tell you this. I mean, I don't know what the frig happened, but I called in to Tojinet. And not called in, excuse me. I, I you know, came in on the, through the web, right? Uh-huh. And... The X-Files theme song was playing. Did you play that? I did not. I can, I can read sure. the lineup right here. I've got Queen, Radio Gaga. I've got... I love it. Mozart from... Or Ivan Moravec from Neville Marner. That's Mozart stuff. I've got the Eagles. I've got... No, I don't have any... No. No X-Files anything. Now, I know that, because that, that's my, my MySpace uh, theme music. And, you know, and plus I've always was a huge X-Files fan. So you're telling me you did not, absolutely did not have that on the air. I did not. I don't even know if I've got that in my, in my library. Really? Yeah. Laura, are you hearing this? Yeah, I'm hearing it. So, so what do you think? This is Laura uh, Worcester, is, we got uh, the host too. of uh, Walking the Veil or something like that. <laughs> Walking the path. <laughs> path. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't sign on to the computer myself, so I didn't hear it. Okay, that is so bizarre. Richard. Hello, it's William. Oh, William. Okay. So, anyways, let me get that out of the way and. Uh, well, Jen, wait a minute. Jen in the chat room says it was Mozart, but I have no clue if that was Mozart. I don't think that was Mozart. But anyways, if you got that there, why don't you play a little bit? Then we'll know that in a minute. All right. You want me to play right now? Yeah, play right now. All right. Hold on. We'll find out. <laughs> 
no way, no help. All right, That's get rid of that. X-Files. That ain't no close to the X-Files. But any, anyways, uh, joining us now is uh, Benny uh, Richard Felix. Is Will Felix, Richard's son. Hey, Richard. Hi, Will. Hi, you all right? Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. You know, you know, that's the weirdest thing. Now, you, you just said to me, are you all right, you know? And when I first started uh, working with the Brits, which is what you guys are, yeah. um, they used to always say that. And I always was wondering if there was something wrong with me. But I guess that's kind of like <laughs> your, your greeting, you know? Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, honest to God. And they used to say that. Are you all right? And I was like, why? Is there something wrong with me? Why? <laughs> but, but anyways, um, we, we have uh, Richard. Who uh, Richard? I guess is hung up somewhere. Uh, Will? Yeah, he's somewhere in on his way home, uh, taking his time. So we've had so much snow over here, so he's uh, driving very cautiously. I think, and he rang to say he'd be late. So I've uh, I've been dropped in at the deep end. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't snow in England, though. I, I heard. Well, apparently not. But in the <laughs> la- in the last few weeks, we've had uh, we've had a fair share of it. I, I believe it's that global warming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask Al Gore about that. I'm sure he can uh, come up with this. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Laura's on the line because Laura is actually uh, not only the photographer for the New England Ghost Project, but she also works at the uh, Circles of Wisdom in Andover, which is a metaphysical uh, bookstore and a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And we have a special event that we are doing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you yep. want to explain it's, a little bit? Yep. It's our um, first movie night of 2010, and you will be hosting it, which Woo-hoo. is really cool. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and um, it's at 7 p.m., and the movie being featured this evening, or Saturday evening, is Orbs, the Veil is Lifting. So it's a documentary about Orbs, and uh, it's going to be very interesting. And following the movie, which neither one of us have seen, um, we're all going to have a discussion about orbs, and hopefully people will bring pictures and their own experiences with orbs and things like that. That we really want to hear all the stories, and we want to see the pictures, and we want to hear people's opinions. And right. I want to see if people's opinions change after they see the movie, also. Yeah, I want to see if my opinions. Uh, now, let me mm-hmm. let me ask you that you are a professional photographer yourself, Laura, right? Uh, supposedly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you are. I've seen your work. You 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 took the famous. Uh, Maureen and Ron picture, which is on our uh, cover of our book. But, um, I mean, you have your own theories of what orbs are, and, and basically you, you really don't believe they're, they're metaphysical at all. Um, I, but, I wouldn't say that. I, for the most part. For the most part. I think a lot of them can be explained by um, different things, optics in the camera and everything. But I'm not going to say for sure that they're not all paranormal or metaphysical or anything like that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to stay open to the possibilities that they could be more. Okay, so this is anomalies. this is actually a good question for Will because Will, you are also a photographer, but you're a, a videographer, correct? That's right. Yes. And now, do you work with um, was it movie cameras or regular? Um, what's the difference? I can't even don't even know the difference between the, the regular. Oh, you, you you on about the difference between like video and still photography? Well, not so much that, but like a camcorder versus a uh, a high end movie camera, is, is there a big difference? Um, in, in quality, there might. There, there is, but I always say, no matter what camera it is, you still capture the same footage. Um, 
the quality may differ, but no, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's, what's, it's what's on the other end that counts, really. Now, now uh, you have shot, I mean, I know that uh, you, you do a lot of uh, uh, filming with your father. That's uh, right, yeah. For the Haunted series in England. Yeah. And so, I mean, what is your take on this orb stuff? Oh, I've heard that many different explanations from people. Where one person says it's paranormal, another person says it's it's a light reflection, another person says it's dust. I honestly can't explain. I mean, we've 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 had hours and hours of footage of video and still photography, and and I've looked through it for for days and thought may, maybe that what you'd class as an orb there makes up the face of somebody or makes up a silhouette of a body. But you, the trouble is you, you can't explain it. Um, who knows? What is an orb? I, I honestly can't answer the question. So have you seen them in, when you're, you've done filming? Yeah, I mean, it's quite funny because when you're out, say, say, on a film set and you're filming for me, on the day you won't see it, but when you sit back and you, you're playing through your footage and looking through it, they'll be there then. And you'll think, well, how can they be there now, but you didn't see them before? Mm. And Laura, what about you? Orbs and film? Yeah, I mean, when you, you shoot thing, I mean, have you seen them through your lens? Or they just appear later? No, I've never seen orbs through my lens. I mean, I've seen I've seen like little light with my own eyes, but I've never seen it through my you know I'm never looking for them when I'm through, looking through my camera. Um, I can't say that I get too many orbs in my camera either. Like, I, I find that the less expensive the camera, the more orbs you get. <laughs> 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 Which is kind of not that I'm saying I just happen to have a professional camera because it's my work. So I'm not you know saying that that's. Um, you know, the only reason why you don't get orbs, but um, it just found that, the, you know, the little $10 digital cameras you find, I mean, they tend to have a lot more orbs. That's a personal experience, but I don't know why. I mean, I, I can come up with, I have lots of theories about it, but, right. yeah, for whatever reason. But I don't get a lot of orbs with my regular camera. Okay, that's interesting. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know, uh, Will, once again, you have gone and you've shot in a lot of haunted locations. Uh and do you use film, or is it, is it all digital? All digital. All digital, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and you've never seen orbs through your regular uh, video camera? I haven't, personally, no, never. Interesting. Yet, we, we all know that uh, if you watch, for instance, Most Haunted, um, yeah. they do catch orbs on their video cameras. Is that because, well, let me ask you, you have the night scope? Capabilities with your camera as well? Yes, I do, yeah. Okay, so you have that, so it's not that. So any any reason why they would catch it and, for instance, you wouldn't or Laura wouldn't? Oh. Um, I honestly, I don't know. Um, you could say being in the right place at the right time, but who knows? I don't know. It's very strange, like you say, how they do and people like ourselves don't. Um I don't know, Ron. It's it's a strange one. It is. It's it's really a lot we don't know about. I mean, Absolutely. most most people, you, you know, um, know that I'm not really big on orbs. But you know, yeah. like Laura, I have seen orbs or lighted orbs uh, uh, myself, yeah. and uh, with my naked eye. 
And I have seen him on a, a video camera before, but uh, never, never through the uh, the finder of a, of a still camera, uh, either a 35 millimeter or a digital. So I mean, I, I'm really looking, you know, looking forward to this movie to see what uh, uh, they're going to come up with. I know that the two people that made the movie, they were a husband and wife team. One of them is a professional photographer, and the other one is a musician for some bizarre reason. Anyway, so uh, we will definitely, this is uh, Saturday, by the way, at the Circus yeah. of Wisdom. What time, Laura? 7 p.m. It's like five bucks, right? Yeah, it's only $5, oh, and oh. Um, yeah, and we're about half full right now, and we don't have a lot of space for more people, so if anybody wants to uh, grab a ticket, now's the time to do it. And you can go to circlesofwisdom.com, and you can reserve a ticket on there. You can actually purchase it right then and there on the website. And... Um, yeah, it's only $5, and if you want to bring snacks, go right ahead, feel free, and we'll, we'll also offer some there. So. Really? Yeah. What about yeah. alcoholic beverages? No. Oh, well. <laughs> it's not BYOB, no, <laughs> it's okay. No, just, um, yeah, and you, you know, soda, whatever you'd like, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's $5, and if anybody wants to purchase the movie that night, we'll take $5 off the cost of the movie, too. So really? if you like it that much and you want to take it home with you, you can. Cool. So, yeah, it's great. It'll be a great discussion, and it's well worth it because you get, you get to see a movie, plus you'll, have, um, you'll be part of a discussion afterwards. Yeah, you get so. to have me for the night, though. So. <laughs> what a deal. I know. I usually charge my wife 10 bucks, but you know what the heck. <laughs> and what about but, your, um, you have something else coming up next month. We have a couple of events, right? I, I do. We have the Ghost mm-hmm. Not the Course, which is uh, going to be in Salem, Massachusetts, which is really cool. Now, I, I know that... Um, uh, Will does a lot of ghost hunts as well with his father, don't you, Will? Will's has disappeared. This is his father now. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you doing? Richard, how are you? I'm very well. I've just had a, a very hairy journey back from from Tissington Hall in Derbyshire. Uh, it's snowing like mad, and I've come home at about 12 miles an hour, something like that. Um, very snowy. So I do apologize for being late, but I, I believe William held the fort. William did good. I actually wanted to talk to him a little bit more about some of the, the uh, DVDs that you guys shot uh, throughout New England. And, uh, I mean, not New England, uh, throughout England. Uh, yeah, I'll get him back for you. Don't worry. No, uh, it's, it's okay for right now. But, uh, be, yeah, yeah. We, we, we did have a beginning about a discussion about... Uh, um, ghost hunting and, and orbs, especially because I am hosting the orb movie night uh, on um, Saturday. That sounds circle. really good. Yeah, and and by the way, if anybody wants to check out their website for that, it, it is called. Um, oh, geez, I said that to you while, and I can't remember it. Uh, Orbsavailislifting.com. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Save my butt again. <laughs> but if anybody wants tickets, they have to go to circlesofwisdom.com. And and the. the or the uh, phone number there is 978-474-8010. Mm-hmm. Wow, I remember that. You're very well good. done, you. <laughs> <laughs> when you get to our age, you know it's very difficult. Yeah, I usually uh, write things down on like my hands and stuff. So <laughs> at least you don't lose your hands. I write mine down on pieces of paper and I lose it all the time. It's terrible. Uh, you know, I've come close to chop my fingers off before, so. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes, indeed. And I tell you what, a uh, few years ago, because you know, this has been coming, this, this age thing has been coming on for a few years, and, and I actually bought myself um, a dictaphone uh, so that I could record, obviously, messages for myself to Uh-oh. tell me not to forget to do, or, you know, to do things for the day. 
But the only problem, <laughs> the only problem was I used to get the dictaphone. <laughs> so, so my my eldest son Edward said, "Listen, Richard, you know what you want, don't you? You want a dictaphone to tell you not to forget to take your dictaphone with you." <laughs> <laughs> and it goes on from there, I'm afraid. Or, or you could be like me and just marry someone to tell you to do everything. Well, I did that. I have done that. Julia's very much like Janet for that. You know, there's no doubt about it. You know what they say, behind every great man, there's an exhausted woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think Laura's agreeing with that. With <laughs> I'm sure she is. <laughs> Hi, Laura, how are you? Great, Richard. How are you? <laughs> very well, thanks. Nice to talk to you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just actually, I'm very interesting because I've just been out to um, do this um, a TV uh, show for the BBC. Um, it's a very haunted location in in Derbyshire called Tissington Hall, and um, it was all well, not staged. Staged is the wrong word, but basically they wanted to film us doing um, a, a, a ghost hunt. Uh, which we've done, but we we actually did a, we've done a, um, obviously a seance. We did some tel- table uh, table tilting, and um, I've had the most amazing event. I mean, uh, got in touch with a guy um, who reputedly committed suicide there in 1772, uh, and he's been telling us that he did not commit suicide uh, and that he was murdered. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This, I, I mean, you know, I mean, you go along. This is this is this is when it happens, guys. When you least expect it. I went along to do, you know, a, a, a staged mm, ghost hunt for the for, for for this TV program. Right. And lo and behold, we're doing this 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 table business, obviously, and and I obviously didn't know where it was going to start. Wow, off it goes around the room, uh, and it's talking to us, and we get this guy called William Fitzherbert, who committed suicide in, in 1772, uh, and he says he didn't do it. Um, and, I mean, I have to be very careful where, where, where I come from here, but um, he he's... Benjamin Franklin is actually involved in in the plot. What? what? You're Benjamin Franklin. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is tell you, blow your mind. I'll tell you something that's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Benjamin Franklin came over here uh, in in 1772 uh, and stayed in Derby, and and actually was a friend, well, not a friend, but was an acquaintance of this guy who committed suicide at Tissington Hall, and um, this guy had got in his possession some papers, some letters. Uh, that Benjamin Benjamin Franklin actually wanted wanted uh, I don't know, you know probably do know wanted uh, America to stay English or British. Well, these I papers, don't know about that. I think yeah, 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 I've got, Anyway, it's an amazing story, and and this guy uh, was reputed to have come to. Uh, he was the recorder of Derby, which is sort of like a cleric, uh, like a solicitor, and he used to attend hangings um, in Derby, and. Legend has always had it that he he came to Derby, funnily enough to my place, to Derby Jail, in 1772, witnessed a a public execution, and came back home, back to to this house, Tissington Hall, took himself into the stables, and hanged himself. Well, I mean, the amazing thing is that I've done some research into this, and um, there wasn't a hanging in Derby in 1772. Uh, And now... Really? Yeah, oh yeah... Uh, there was no hanging between 1768 
and 1774 in Derby. We went six years without a public execution, so he couldn't have witnessed it. And um, um, he's telling us tonight he was murdered. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've got to really go into this, because you know me, this is what it's all about, it, ghosts and history. Right. So um, I, I'm rather rather intrigued after what's just happened. Um I came rushing in. Just Wills was on the phone, and I went straight to the went to the to the, to the red wine bottle and poured myself. <laughs> a, 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 <laughs> you know me. Um, poured myself a glass of red wine because I'm I'm absolutely blown away wow. tonight. It's uh, like being back on my horns that it was honestly um, very very good. I'll report back. Um, yes, I, I want proof. I don't want just you know I, uh, you know PSI. novel proofs is fine. That's called spectral evidence. Correct. We want to know the, the real stuff. We want we the want facts. the records. Correct. Absolutely. Well, these these letters do do exist or did exist. Um, but you see, I tell you what, this is the fascinating thing about it. Uh, you know, you know when a, when a medium right it comes on a program and 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 they say, ah, oh, well, I'm getting this name and that name and this date and that name, and then people say. You see, the poor old medium, as I said to you before, they can never win because if, if they get all the dates right and all the names right and everything else and the facts, then, then, then people say, yeah, well, they probably read the history book or they, they read the, um, the guidebook the that tells you that. <laughs> True enough. But, 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 but when, when they come up with, with names that people don't know about, mm-hmm. facts that people don't know about, then everyone says, oh, well, there's no proof of that, you know, because it's not in the history book and it's not in the guidebook. But do you do realize how many people in, in, the, in, the old, in the olden days that had aliases, that, that their, their, their weddings, their births, their death were never recorded? Um, and there were so many itinerant workers wandering England, Ireland, Scotland, America, Australia, you know, you know that, that, that almost didn't exist. And, and the mediums come up and tell us these names. They're almost rewriting history. Mm. Don't you th- do, you, do you agree with me? You know, it, 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 it's a, we, we need to look at the facts, and, and we can't always prove it because a lot of these people um, didn't exist, but are talking to us from beyond the grave. We, we actually have a question for you from uh, the chat room, uh, Richard. Uh, someone wants to know if you brought something home with you. From what, tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh. Uh, well, I mean, I tell you what. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I've sort of known about this William Fitzherbert for a bit. I, I hope not, because Julia wouldn't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> because she 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 said to me before, you know, things that happen, things that go on here. Uh, I mean, you see, we're not. I I don't believe my house is haunted, uh, or at least I don't want it to be haunted. <laughs> because, as you know, everybody knows that Richard Felix is frightened of ghosts. Um, but I, when I left the place tonight, um, I actually, this was in the snow, in the dark, um, and it's in the middle of nowhere. It's the most, one of the most beautiful, picturesque villages in, in, in the whole of Great Britain. Um, and it's very, very desolate out, out there where I was. And as I walked past, I actually stopped at the stables and stared into the, in, into one of the windows in, in the vain hope that, that William Fitzherbert would actually have been standing there because that's where he hanged himself. Oh, sorry, that's where he allegedly hanged himself. Um, so whether he got in the car and come back with me, uh, I don't know, I'll report back, let you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it still amazes me, Richard, that you're still scared of ghosts after all the work you've done. 
laugh. Isn't it stupid? <laughs> Isn't it absolutely silly? Uh, and, and as Ron has heard me say frequently, when I start any of my talks or anything else, one of the first things I say to people is, guys, the profession of a ghost, if it had one, wouldn't be to scare you. Yeah. They're but yet not, you are. They're not there to get you. Mm-hmm. But yet but, you are. And yet I still, even though I say this, and it's, it, you've heard me say it before, it's still there. Um, you know, if William Fitzherbert had been standing by the, door, the, the doors of the stables, you know, I'd have been off. I'd have run. <laughs> I'd have gone, I'm telling you. like Because it's real. It's still there. Um, all those years on, uh, and this stupid fear of something that can't hurt you is still with me. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I will attest to it because I, I still remember that night we were ah! in the uh, woods in Gettysburg. Uh, 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 that was so funny. I, I've still got the scar to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Laura, you were there, but uh, you know, I mean, honest to God, he was scared. I mean, uh, and he paid for it too. <laughs> we've got we've got it on film to prove. You know, no one's seen it. Do you know I haven't even seen the film, Rob? Really. No, and, and and you you've actually got it on tape. I do, but the and I bet you've not listened to it. The unfortunate part of it, it was because uh, basically what had happened is Richard was um, with a camera by himself by on a rock, and I was kind of because we walked into the woods together, and we're talking pitch black. And uh, uh, do we have a torch? I can't even remember if we brought a torch. Uh, I'm sure we did have a torch. Probably a small one. It, it, small yeah. one, if it's anything. Yeah. But anyways, but I, I, I came back, and, you know, and, and I went away from him into the woods, uh, yeah. you know, a distance. As, so, well, he shot this bit. And um, uh, the cicadas were unbelievable. That oh, time. I've never heard anything like them. So I, I do have it on tape, but it's so low. And, but it's, it's, you know, it's there, and you can hear it, and you can really? actually... Hear the the fear in your voice. And... Oh, you <laughs> you see, this is one. You know, this is not put on. This is not. This is not for TV. You know, I'm, I'm, I. What, what you get from me is is what you see is what you get. Is, is real. And um, yeah, I mean, I. I you know, it, uh, thank God Ron was there. <laughs> That's all I can say because it was a long way back. Uh, to Little Round Top Farm from where we were, and I, and, I don't know. And you know. did cut yourself very very well. I mean, you it was bleeding. Quite a bit. <laughs> it was indeed. Yeah. You look like oh, a wounded yeah. soldier, and you addressed the part too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I know. Which may, which I, I, you see, I, you see, I believe it worked. You know, the trigger mm-hmm. object me worked. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and you see, I say so often to people, I'm not medium. I'm not a medium. I'm not. I'm not a psychic. I'm, and I say I'm not not sensitive, but. What does sensitive mean? You know, I mean, basically, I am sensitive to the subject. You, you, you know, and where I am at the time, I, I feel that I have a, a lot of emotion uh, and feeling for, for the people that are there, for whatever reason, for whatever reason they're still there. The soldiers that were there, uh, or, or, or the soldiers that are still there now. Um, and that that is sensitivity. Perhaps that's why things happen like that. But uh, that was a, a very, very moving occasion, wasn't it, Ron? Very, very, very good. And I say, we've got the footage, and I've never even looked at it yet. I, I, yeah, I think it was interesting. I, I really do. Uh, so do I. And, and the chances of, of someone, something touching you three times in exactly the same place on your leg like that, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't, you know, rain spots, cicadas flying into you, 
No, not three times. That was good. Anyways, we have to take a break right now. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Tojinet, Pararex, and beyond. I am Ron Kolick. He is the Richard Felix, <laughs> as opposed to any other Richard Felix. And also uh, with us today was Laura Worcester. So we'll be right back after the following. See you in a minute. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous. As we give the awards to the Parrax family. Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap. And the Frugalitarian is here to show you how. Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian on Toginet, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays. This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style, bargains on food, home decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. On the Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion savvy, and earth friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing. I'm speaking from experience. I live on a beautiful farm where I take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent. For more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not, go to thefrugalitarian.com. Join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with Jody Olson. It's The Frugalitarian, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolitz. And also, Kolitz, who me? Uh, also on the line is Laura Wista from Circles of Wisdom and the NEGC. Um, Richard, as you know, I am doing this book. I do indeed know. Ghost stories all around the world. And, yeah. we, we, and you have your theories about what ghosts are. Because you mm. have a book out called What is a Ghost? Yes, <laughs> but I'm very, very interested in what you're doing. Extremely interested because, um, well, you know, we. I mean, basically, if there are such things as ghosts, I mean, I, I know there are. You know there are. Most of the people that are listening to this show know that there are. Um, what is it they say to the to the skeptic? No proof is possible. To the believer, no proof is necessary. Uh, and it's so true. There's no getting away from it. Um, but I'm very interested in, in your stories from around the world because I, I still believe that it, it's down to down to not culture, but you know I, I say over and over again it's an English speaking people's thing. Not anymore. Well, I know. I mean, you're now telling me that you've got ghost stories from all over the world, but but why don't they have an abundance of ghost stories like we have and like you have? You know, I mean, in, 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 you know, the city of Derby, the most haunted city in Great Britain, uh, uh, 150 plus stories of ghosts within the city centre. Um, uh, York, um, one of the second most haunted cities in Great Britain, uh, 140 plus ghost 
stories within the centre of York. Um, you know, are there 140 ghost stories in in mm, Berlin? Or are there... You see where I'm coming from? Or are there I, only I one actually two? have a theory about that, Richard. I do cool. too. <laughs> oh, God, I want to hear yours, Laura. <laughs> what, Ron? I want to hear yours. Okay, well, I don't know about all the, you know, all the cultures all over the world, mm. but maybe in some cultures, um, living with spirit is just a normal part of their... Exactly. Their, Rather um, than their a fear. Culture. So they probably exactly. wouldn't really... They're not fearful of them, so there's no mm. point in having all this folklore about it either. So they don't tell stories about them. Right, they just live with them. It's part of their life. Yes. Now, I love it. That's, is it like the Mexicans, of course? Yeah. Um... Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, exactly. They don't. I mean, they, they're not frightened, are they, when they open their doors and, and create a feast or whatever it is for, for their dead relatives and invite them back in. Um, I mean, when, when my father died in 1992, I was terrified of seeing him at the foot of the bed. But I wouldn't have been frightened of him when he was alive. <laughs> so why should I fear him when he's dead? So why, why do you think you, uh, that you grew to fear spirits? Or oh, gosh, that's a belt. How old stupid stories we hear? <laughs> well, well yeah, ghost stories. Uh, you see, I used to play with kids that were a lot older than me, uh, and I was about four years of age, and they used to um, used to tell ghost stories. Um, we used to sit in a... In a but we had, this lad had a very large rabbit hutch in his garden. <laughs> we used to sit in this rabbit hutch, about four of us, um, with, a, with a German bayonet from the First World War that he, his dad had got, as he killed people, and they used to tell these awful ghost stories and tell me about the green ghost and that it was going to get me when I got home. Uh, and then they'd lock me in the garri- in, in his garage, and I can see myself now banging on the door, shouting, I want my mum, let me out! And they used to shout from the other side, your mum's dead, and you, you, you can't go home, you're staying here overnight. Well, of course, at my tender age of four... Oh. I, I obviously had a vivid imagination as well, and it stayed with me. And of course, when I got home and went to bed... I was terrified that the green ghost was going to come and get me. Mm. What a load of rubbish. What an absolute load of nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it, it had had this awful effect on me. Um, I tell you what, here's something rather good. Um, when, when I was going through all these traumas of, of, of a, of a chi- as a child, I mean, I, I didn't even go upstairs alone. Uh, I don't think I went alone to the toilet until I was about 14. <laughs> I had to be I had to be escorted upstairs. I couldn't go upstairs on my own. Um, I was terrified, and I uh, I can't remember when it came out, but there was a film you, you may know of this guys called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. It's a Walt Disney film. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it had this terrifying scene in it of the banshee. The banshee. Yeah, ho- hovering over this house. Yep. Well, do you know I didn't sleep for three nights after going to see that film. I said, I'm still scared of banshees. No, but I tell you what, I got, Julia bought it me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it three days ago. And do you know what? It really wasn't that scary at all. But it was then when I was a kid. <laughs> but, you know, these things play on your minds. They, 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 they terrify. But, you, 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 Laurie, you've hit the nail on the head. Um, it, it's a fear thing that is, for some reason, to do with English-speaking people. Um... That you know, we we love ghost stories, we love scary stories, uh, and we have this culture of of, of scary stories and, and the scare factor. 
And yet other countries respect their spirits. They go to the Japanese, although, of course, the Japs do. They do have evil spirits, don't they, Ron? They do. They do. Very they evil. Do. So that's something to fear, of course. Actually, uh, you know, with the research I'm doing, it's, it's amazing. Just about every country has ghost stories. And, I mean, some of them are, are uh, you know, pretty gory and pretty nasty, uh, it, it, while others are, you know, I mean, they're scared from a haunted swing, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, I mean, they're, they're in the Antarctica, they're in Mount Everest, they're in Hong Kong, China, Japan, Argentina, you know, you name it, uh, Africa, Asia, everywhere. Fantastic. I mean, I, I can't wait for this to come out. You know, I, I, need, I, I want the first copy, please, or to read it, because I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. And, um, and I understand that you have uh, offered uh, graciously to do the forward for the book. Ron, I, I consider it a great honor and a privilege uh, to write the, the, the forward. Uh, really do. I, I'm, I'm, I thank you for, uh, for asking me, and I, I'd love to do it. And, I, I'm, you know, yeah, it's fantastic. But I am so interested in, in what you're writing about. Because it, it, it doesn't... I'm not saying it blows my theories out of the, wi- out of the no, window no, at all. No. Um, but it puts a different take on... This is where we... This is what we're about. We're, we're, we're all the time um, trying to, 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 I suppose, come up with answers and, and create debate, argument, discussion, mm-hmm. criticism of, of what we do um, as well, you know, because people say, well, you know, that's not quite right. And this is like, like I say, you know, ghosts are English speaking, but well, you're now saying, well, not really, because there are ghosts all over the world. And, and most of the big discoveries on this planet have been made by amateurs, uh, which is, you know, what we are compared to, I wouldn't trust myself as an academic. I don't know. You, you're certainly a scientist. Uh, uh, but, you know, could we end up finding out what it's all about one day? One of us will. Some of us will. Well, we're all going to eventually when we die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all know the big question or the, the big answer one day. Now, now Laura, you, you've become an investigator, but, but what, what is your take on ghosts? How do they scare you? Have you always been interested in them? What is, you know, what is your background to, to draw you into this mayhem that we have, Richard and I? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, the house that I grew up in the first 10 years of my life, it was a uh, town just outside of Boston, and lived in an old Victorian that was over 100 years old. And um, I, I believe it was haunted. I believe it had ghosts and and I would see them at night, and, and yeah, I kept my light on all the time. <laughs> so they so, did frighten you. They did because I didn't understand what they were. Yes, yes. And yeah. um, you know, seeing hands reaching out to you in the middle of the night is is scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm hiding under the covers. Yeah, and um, I used to hear conversations going on that nobody else could hear, and that that freaked me out too. And so, not knowing what was going on and not understanding that. Um, it was something to hide more than anything because it seemed like anybody else yeah. we could hear yeah. them. In fact, you think you're different to other people, and that's mm-hmm. that's not good. Right, right. It's, it's true, isn't it? You know, so you actually, as you say, you hide it. You, you don't right. go around telling everybody because you think they're going to laugh at you. Right, right, yeah, because you think, well, if nobody else can see it, maybe there's something wrong with me. Yes. But, although my mom did say she did see a ghost in the house, so... 
Really? really? Yeah. She so she she talked openly with you. You <laughs> see, my my parents never did because they 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 knew how frightened I was as a child because obviously I had nightmares and Dad used to be in, in coming in the bedroom all the time because because I was waking up you know in cold sweats and 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 crying and oh my god all this sort of stuff. So they never they never meant my my father's take on the whole thing was. The, Richard, there are no such things as ghosts. That's all there is. There are definitely... And then, then, shock, horror, one day, when I was about, I don't know, 17, something like that, old enough to, to take it, he actually told me that he, he had seen a ghost. Oh. oh, my God, what that did to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Dad, you said there were no such things as ghosts. Oh, no. <laughs> You know what's interesting too is is I know once again this is another thing that you don't believe too much in demons and evil mm. and so forth. Mm. But uh, there is negative energy out there, whether you believe they're a demon or whatever. But even we have Mar, uh, Laura and I both have a, a mutual friend, um, an angel, all angel. I can't even say that. Angelologist. <laughs> Thank you. A cryptozoologist. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth Foley. Who believes right. in the, the highest of high, and and yet even she has witnessed uh, negative energy, evil, if you would say. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, it, it, it's out there, and, yeah. and they're part of this, this culture that we have. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, Ron. I, I and I, I I believe I believe in evil. Uh, I, I wish I didn't. I wish there was no such yeah. thing. Uh, but I, I obviously believe there is evil. Um, what I don't personally believe in are, are, are these sort of you know, strange sort of demonic creatures and and things like that 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 i i believe i believe the church has created uh to terrify us um and and some of the things that that we we sort of experience these demon demon type things i think it's in our minds but what does that mean you know how much of it is, is, is it all in our minds is, isn't everything in our minds is yes. our reality in our yes. minds Yes, it is. That's the whole point. And 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 so, if someone's mind is a bit, um, what's the word? How can I put this? Um, strange, different. <laughs> yeah. You know, they see things that other people don't see. Well, oh, I don't know. Well, it's thoughts, only thoughts are energy. So, yes, and then once once we leave these bodies that we have, all we are is thought at that point, aren't we? Thank you. Yeah, energy. Yeah. And as as yeah. uh, um, Einstein told us many years ago, you can't destroy energy. Right. You you can change its state. You can alter its state. You can't change it. So, regardless of of what anybody believes, we go on to something else. Mm -hmm. I'm sure of it. Totally do, convinced. Do you believe that people choose to remain earthbound, though? Yes. Okay. I do. I think that if if they uh, like this guy I've been talking to tonight on the table, I think he's still there because he was wrongly accused of committing the worst crime in, in, in the eyes of God, uh, self-murder. Uh, he didn't do it. He was murdered, and, and I believe that he's still there because he's got unfinished business. He's chosen to stay to put the record straight and can't move on until... The unfortunate thing is, as I said to him while we were on the table, the problem I have is I don't know what to do for you because I'm talking of an incident that happened in 1772 and the perpetrators of that that event, of, of your death and everything else, have been gone for 1772, 1872, 90, you know, getting on for 300 years. What can I do to help you? Uh, and that's a problem that, 
that I think some of these spirits have. Mm-hmm. What what do we do um, to help? And I, and I don't I don't know. That's the truth. It's all very well. Go to the light. Go to the light. <laughs> There's a door. Uh, why should they believe us? You know, hmm. there is no judgment. You judge yourself, you judge yourself and blah, right. blah, blah. But no, but yeah, I believe that people choose to stay and I also believe others choose to stay because they liked it here so much. Right. That they've chosen to stay. They love the house. They love the shop. They love mm-hmm. the, the factory or whatever it happens to be where they work, the car that mm-hmm. they love so, so much. So is it, is it our duty to move them on? Uh, say this Good one. Go no your house, get lost? Well... Well, you see, yeah, but you see, as, I, as I've said, you know, you know, if you're driving down the freeway and you saw a, a badly mangled child at the side of the road in torment, that was, would you, would you, would you just watch as you went by, or would you stop the car and help? Because we're talking of something, something, an, an energy, an entity, call it what you will, that was once a human being. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Richard, but you, you're you're assuming that they need help. If you, you just yeah. said in your previous statement that they want to stay here. So yeah. why is it our role to yeah. tell us, uh, no, you can't stay here? I agree. No, I think, I think those that wish to stay, I, I think we would be totally wrong to, to say, come on, off you go, come on, it's time to go. No, I don't want to, I like it here. But those that are frightened to move on, I think it's our duty to try and explain to them uh, how, come on, I don't know, that, that actually they don't need to fear moving on because some of them are here because they're they they're frightened to move on mm-hmm. uh because they fear divine retribution and hellfire and damnation and all the terrors mm-hmm. that that yeah uh, and those i believe that we we owe something to them you know and the others that don't know they're dead but what what about the mean spirits ones if you don't want to believe they're demons yeah Judge- mean spirits mm. Spirit. Once, uh, I mean, also in my research for this new book, which is going to be 360 ghost stories from around the world, <laughs> uh, we, I am running into stories where, where spirits are, are really pretty nasty in some of them, uh, yes. where they actually try and, and in some cases do uh, harm to the living. Yeah. Yeah, you see, again, I'm a believer in, if you, <laughs> you see, one of the things that, that apparently when we go over to wherever we go or whatever, obviously our consciousness goes with us, and the other thing apparently that goes with us is our ego, which is you, your personality. And so, in other words, I believe that if you're an evil person <laughs> on, this, on this earth, right. then when you, when you pass over, mm-hmm. certainly for a period of time, I don't know how long, I can't tell you that, because whether there is any time over there, I don't know, then we actually continue. So in other words, if you're an evil person over here, you're going to mm-hmm. be an evil person over there. But right. I still say, when did you last meet an evil person on this earth? Genuinely, a person that you were in fear of, of you know, them doing something to you long they're time ago. They're out there. They're out there, Richard. They are out there. They are. But most of them are nice, like us. Thank you very much. Most, you know, what I'm saying is most of us are, are, are nice. Well, <laughs> evidently, you, you don't live in Massachusetts. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I, listen, I, I spent three and a half weeks in and around it, and I loved, uh, loved it, and I found some very nice people while I was there. And I can genuinely tell you that I didn't meet one evil person while I was there. And so what I'm saying is that as in life, as in death, most people, most of us are very nice. Thank you very much. 
-hmm. And so most ghosts are. Yeah. Silence on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense. I mean, Elizabeth Foley told us of a story. She she was doing some work up in Canada. Right. And um, she actually, when she was in her hotel room, literally felt hands around her neck. There was a, a man trying to strangle her, It was, a, yeah. it, but she couldn't see him. And um, so my thought was maybe this was someone who in in his lifetime perhaps was abusive or something yes. and, yeah. and he's still on the earth plane and he's not going to change and he just found another victim, you know? Yes. And she, yes. she called in all of her angels and got rid of them and, and so, like you said, I mean, they're not going to change as soon no. as they lose their body. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to remain the same. I, I think, I think mm -hmm. so. Yeah. yeah. But that's fascinating. But you see again, so this is rather interesting because as Ron says, you know, how do you get rid of them? Mm -hmm. uh, how, in other words, and I said, you know, how can we convince them? that they need to go. But so someone can actually summon what her angels mm -hmm. to, to actually force them to go. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what, what did they do? Did they sort of come along and bodily, a little bit like the film <laughs> Ghost? Yeah. I, 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 I believe in that, Richard. I really do believe in that film Ghost, the way that they, they, they are tracked on like that. I, I have to say I agree with you, and I think that Ghost is what, one of the, the, the closest films to reality that, that's ever been created. Yeah. Honestly, the way Sam doesn't know he's dead, yeah. you know, he's been shot, he's walking down the street, walking up to people, why can't you see me? Mm -hmm. What You know, help me, what, 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 where am I? What's happened? You know, and again, yeah. that's the other one that I was saying, you know, there, there are those out there, like Sam at the beginning of, of that incident, where they actually don't know they're dead. Right, like The Sixth Sense. when uh, Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that, most of the movie he didn't know he was dead. No? You, you oh, know what's yeah. interesting on uh, Ghost for a second? Uh, after Patrick Swayze died, uh, yes. Whoopi Goldberg's apartment, uh, pennies were moving by herself, by themselves. No, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How didn't cool. Didn't know that. <laughs> she was, she was, oh, she was like totally pissed. <laughs> Absolutely fascinating. So she awesome. actually said uh, something to Demi Moore, telling her, you know, watch out. <laughs> That's fascinating. But now, I believe it. I believe it. That's wow. But I mean, you look at evil people, for instance. One of the researches I was doing was on the Countess Bathory. I can't even. Yeah, Bathory actually said it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she killed between 300 and 600 young girls, not only killed them, tortured them in the, mm -hmm. in the most horrid way, yeah. right? That's, and, that's evil, Ron. That's evil. Yeah, that's right. Evil. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, where, where is she, Ron? Yeah, exactly. If there's yeah. no hell, where the hell is she? Yeah. <laughs> Vlad, uh, Vlad the Impaler. Right. Uh, you know, the, the Dracula guy, the, 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 the basis for Dracula. But I wait mean, a minute, wait a minute. On that, uh, let me say about Vlad the Impaler. I know that he did what he did. is was terrible on it. But actually... Uh, what he did uh, probably saved Europe from the Turks. I mean, oh, yeah, but what about the poor Turks? <laughs> right, uh, the Muslims, I'm sorry, it was the Muslims, right, I believe. Yeah, but, well, Tur yeah certainly Turkish Muslims. Uh, you're yeah. absolutely right. But, but think, I mean, the, did, he, did he need to kill them in that way? Um, yes, uh, thousands of them while he was having a banquet, watching them die. and um, You know, I, oh, God knows, I, God, I wish he'd tell that, me. That was the original shock and awe. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, yeah. he, he did that to scare the ever-loving crap out of him, in which he did. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
in the most brutal way possible, uh, actually good came out of that, if you could ever believe it, once again, because he saved Europe from uh, falling into Muslim hand at that time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I, I don't know. But you see, you know, his ideas... We, like we're saying now, you know, that was good. The good came out of it. Uh, I tell you what, there's something that, yes, here's one. Uh, there's a, I've mentioned this before. There's a film, um, The Longest Day. You, you've seen it, of course, obviously, right. over and over again. And the thing that really got to me there was when, when the, the invasion fleet were heading towards, uh, I think it was Utah Beach, and there was a German uh, officer in his bunker with his dog, his Alsatian dog, German Shepherd, and he was—he suddenly peered out through the bunker, and he saw these thousands and thousands of amphibious landing craft, full of Americans, coming towards him. And he turned to his to his batman, his, his his servant, and he said, "Sometimes I wonder which side God is really on." Exactly. And, and that says it all. It does. Doesn't it? Absolutely. Because we're right, they're right. God's right. on our Vic- side. God's on their side. Written by the victor. History is written by the victor. Yes, exactly. But, you know, so all these, these, you know, all these poor Turks that were <laughs> impaled by, by Vlad, you know, they thought they were right. Correct. They, he, and he thought he was right. And, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I don't know. You know, but again, God's got a lot to answer for, kid. <laughs> it's free will. Yeah, I know. But is it God or is it man? You know, we've corrupted things. It is things. man. It's free will. It's free will. Yeah. We've corrupted things like, you know, but there you go. Um, interesting, to say the least. Uh, right. But uh, Anyways, uh, I know we're just about out of time, but I do want to add two things once again. Uh, movie night at the uh, Circles of Wisdom. Uh, mm-hmm. Orbs lifting the veil, which will be interesting. I, the I veil is put- lifting. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I will report back on that. Uh, tickets can be purchased from the web- Circles of Web website or from go to the NA Ghost Project dot com website any like new england ghostproject.com and you can uh, get the link there mm-hmm. also uh i will be doing something interesting starting next month uh richard i will be hosting a monthly paranormal discussion group Ooh, and that will what, be a radio wise or no no this is in real life oh fantastic <laughs> not not never never land <laughs> <laughs> that's where we are now isn't it <laughs> Yeah, they'll, be, they'll be at Circles of Wisdom, too. Yeah, and we're also doing a ghost hunt on the 20th as well in Salem, uh, Salem Massachusetts. Fantastic. I'd, I'd like to know more about this, this discussion group. That sounds really interesting. Now, it's, it's basically, we're, we're going to talk about the paranormal. We're going to start off all about ghost hunting and, and yeah. the paranormal and everything. I mean, one week we're going to talk about what are ghosts and, you know, and what do you think they are? We want you to bring pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, we want to hear awesome. what you have to say. Another week, we'll, we'll probably do, uh, talk about EVPs. We'll go mm-hmm. into, uh, you know, how to collect them and everything. And, what and, and bring are. your own EVP with you, sort of Yeah, thing. bring your own EVPs, too, as well. Yeah. And, and another time, it'll be photography. And, and, yeah. and uh, there'll be all, all of, you know, the, the, the obelisk or whatever that crazy thing is, the uh, hack shack. I mean, we'll, we'll be looking at all this stuff, k 2 yeah. Uh, and is this going to be audience-based sort of thing, or, or are you going to have an audience? This will be a, a group. I mean, you will go in there, and, and it's not going to be a lecture. No, this is, no. This is a discussion. Uh, this will be a mano a mano. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it. So this will Wish be, I was uh, over there. 
Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're planning to get our butts over to England anyways. You must. You must That's come. our goal. Yeah, can't wait. So I, I expected you to uh, scare the crap out of me when I get there. <laughs> oh, we'll do that. Don't worry. And it's never, We've got never some good been done. for you and some good haunted locations. You wait. You uh, just wait. Take me to the boys. <laughs> That's all I want to know. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Now so we, want, we want to thank Laura uh, Worcester for uh, joining us today. She also has her own radio show. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that before we hit the road? Well, it's called um, Walking the Path with Don and Laura, and I co-host it with my friend Don Jones. And we're on Monday mornings Eastern Time at 11 o'clock. Um, and it's at Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. And you can, find out, you can find out more at donandlaura.com. It's D-A-W-N and laura.com. Well, Laura, we want to thank you so much for uh, coming on and uh, helping us out here. Oh, thanks nice for talking me. to you. Nice yeah, talking too. to you. Saturday. Sorry I was late. <laughs> yep. Bye-bye, Laura. Take care. Bye. Well, Richard, uh, looks like that went by pretty quick. Nice one. This is this is what I'm finding more and more that every week, a year now since I've been doing it, um, and it just, time goes so quick. You know, we I'd like two hours, please, instead of one. <laughs> No, I don't think I can take you. I can't. I don't think I can take you for more than an hour. <laughs> oh, once a week's enough, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, as, as I, I want to thank you once again for writing the forward for our book. Oh, it's a pleasure. I find yeah. it a great privilege and an honour to do it, and um, I'm very interested in it as well. So, yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to it coming out, and I think it could be a big seller. Well, it'll be interesting. I really mean it. I really mean that could be. You know, because it's going to appeal uh, to to well, it's going to appeal to everyone around the world. I wish I thought of the idea. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. I mean, I'm, there'll always be a second one, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But are you still looking for um, uh, more stories, Ron? Yes. If anybody has a story they would like to uh, convey, and, and perhaps we could use it in the book in some way, uh, you can write me at any ghost project at Comcast dot net. That's any like New England. Ghost Project at Comcast.net, whether it's from any country, it doesn't really matter. In fact, if it's outside the United States, it's better. Um, I'm writing this with Maureen, and she's kind of like handling the the U.S. stories right now, and I'm handling the uh, foreign ones. The rest of the world. (laughs) Yeah, which which is fascinating, which I just cannot believe. You know, I mean, last week we touched a little bit about Nazi ghosts. Sure enough, I found some Nazi ghosts. You've got some? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it, it's all out there. And, and as I mentioned before, in the, in the strangest places you would never think ghosts would be, yeah. this. Yeah, this is it. This is wonderful. It, it's, uh, yeah, I think you're onto something. I really do. I think you've got a very good, uh, very good project there. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be a good one for you. I really do. Well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> we won't we just? So, yeah, I mean, so uh, the, I, I know we're just about out of time. Anything happening with you? Any events coming up? Anything happening? Well, we're just working on. I'm just working on a series at the moment for for the rest of the year called Richard Felix's Spirits Behind the Bark Tour, where I'm doing a series of twelve pubs, haunted inns round round Great Britain, one a month. Uh, which I'm quite excited about it. Yeah, and I'm going to do a talk, you know, like you do with your dining with the dead, that sort of stuff. Uh, twelve twelve different pubs. Excellent. Well, it's time to say good night. God bless everyone. Yep. Good night, everyone. See you next week. From ghoulies to ghosties.